Speaking up in McKinney. <clears throat> and my voice is almost back. This is According to Callus. It is episode 296. We're going to go with Truther Thursday. Yes, the dreaded word truther. Along with denier, as in I deny the election results. Apparently, these are things that you're not allowed to think. Not allowed to say. And God forbid you should make an argument in support thereof. So let's just review a couple of these things. I will keep it short today. I'm not sure how long my voice will hold out. And I want to be respectful to my listeners out there. All two of you. (laughs) Uh, If you don't get the joke, I will probably explain it later. There is not time today. Okay, so election, election, and election. I missed Tuesday, basically. I had set aside the uh, three Tuesdays in a row to talk election stuff. Um, So I'm going to use some of that time today. Okay, so apparently, Bolsonaro, or whatever his name is, down in uh, Brazil, we're expected to believe the commie won by three-tenths of a percentage point. And he only really won... And he won big in the district that is the most corrupt district in all of Brazil. Draw your own conclusions. But my conclusion is, uh, yeah, this election stinks too. Item number two. Apparently, Benjamin Netanyahu has been resurrected from the political death and will likely be returning as the prime minister of Israel yet again. Love him or hate him, the guy has got nine lives, much like Vladimir Putin, which apparently we're all supposed to hate and want to curse him because, well, he cares about Russia more than the president cares about the United States. In other news, same president of the United States, or shall I say resident of the United States, allegedly received 81 million votes. So Sleepy Creepy Joe, ladies and gentlemen, the widest election margin win ever with the most votes ever. Yeah, don't believe that either. So yes, I deny the election, uh, but I want the truth. Just like we're still waiting for the truth on, oh, I don't know, Ruby Ridge, Waco. Hmm. Or how about the Las Vegas shooting? Anyone? Anyone? Perhaps Sandy Hook. Hmm. Or, oh, I know, 9-11. Yes, all this stuff has been hidden from us. And the only thing we know from absolute certainty is what they're telling us is not the truth. And there may be part of the truth in there, but it's not the full truth. And if we really, truly believed in, quote-unquote, democracy or the American way, we would not be hiding this stuff. We would not be burying this stuff like they're trying to do with the results of the investigation of Mark Rich and apparently the Pfizer vaccine. But, oh, silly me, why would I consider that the Republicans would fix that for me? Oh, that's right, because the (sighs) Democrats so obviously want to bury it and we're never ever going to see the light of day. But... As we transition to the giant red, 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 <laughs> red wave that is allegedly going to occur in five days, uh, I'll wait and see. Interestingly enough, 
<clears throat> we're left once again with the opportunity to vote for the less bed. <laughs> wow. Okay, so the voice is still weak. The less bad candidate. Just like every other election for the last 30 years. <sighs> this gets old. It gets really old. You know, I'm going to I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do the right thing because, you know, as a Republican precinct chair, I'm expected to carry my weight, which I will do. <sighs> but I got to tell you, we've got to come up with a better alternative to what we're doing. We got candidates spending a half a mil to two mil to three million dollars to win a house representative seat in Texas that pays like $34,000 a year. Why do you think they'd be spending all that money to get those people elected? I'll tell you why, because they control the budget, they control the laws and the people that are putting the money up know that and they're expecting a bigger payoff than what they paid out to get that person elected. We've got to come up with a better solution. I just don't know what it is. I'm not convinced that we're ever going to have a good solution. But we're going to keep trying nonetheless. In the meantime, we have primaries that will be coming up. Oh my gosh, would you believe it? In 18 months. And better yet, six months from now, we'll be doing the local municipal elections. We will be pivoting to that. As soon as the general election is over, because never forget the most important election is the local one, the one right down the street, which also explains why, oh, well, you know, my local mayor decided that he needed to interfere with the process in place at the school board and, you know, just cast dispersions, pull gobels on us, right? Tell a big enough lie long enough people begin to believe it. So... While other people have uh, made creative memes, I'm not going to bother. While other people have decided to go after the guy personally, that's not my style. I'm just going to focus on the issues. And the issues are, if you really truly believe that we're a representative democracy, if you believe that local government should listen to all the people, that doesn't mean you get to dismiss people that you disagree with. It doesn't mean that because those people get tired of being ignored for a year that you can somehow smear them into irrelevance. That's not the way it works. The entire world is being altered to accommodate a few percentage points of people that either have mental illness or general perversion dictating how they should live their lives in their sexual lifestyle. And we're told that we need to tolerate it then we're told we need to accept it. Then we're told we need to endorse it. The whole world is caving and going that direction. But we can't get our mayor to acknowledge the fact that at the bare minimum, 30% of the people in the city of McKinney didn't vote for him. And probably a closer percentage to majority is not enthusiastic about some of the nonsense going on in the school district. Notwithstanding the fact that the school board and the mayor seem to think there's no problem here and keep telling you there's nothing to see go home don't pay attention well really and truly if they wanted to be honest they would open things up they would acknowledge we have a review team they go through these books they determine whether or not these books are appropriate for a certain age range okay what is the determination who's on that a committee i would like to know i think we the people deserve to know and if and when they decide to approve questionable literature, 
we ought to have a right to appeal that. But apparently, once again, the process is the punishment. How dare you question us? How dare you wonder what we're doing? And we're going to make you hump through a bunch of hoops in order to be heard. And maybe, just maybe, we'll consider what you have to say until we investigate ourselves and determine we've done no wrong. Now, I applaud any individual that wants to stand and call things into question. I applaud any individual that wants to take the time and effort to study the issue and evaluate for themselves what is an issue here and whether or not there is an issue and then go speak to it. Great. But for myself and a few other people to be called out as bullies is laughable. We have no government position. We have no governmental authority. The school board does, and the school board has used and abused that at great length for the last year. Oh, and the mayor, every time he shows up to speak, he's essentially speaking for the city of McKinney. Even if he were, which he has not, to explicitly state, I am here as a private citizen, not as the mayor of McKinney, then I would be willing to allow for some grace. But when the guy introduces himself as Mayor George Fuller, or he's introduced as Mayor George Fuller, that kind of indicates that he is speaking for the city. That's a problem. I, I, I don't think he has any business making that determination on himself. I think he needs to be a little more careful and say, as a private citizen, I, George Fuller, feel that there is no problem here. We don't teach any, mm, let's call it creative racism, also known as CRT, also known as social emotional learning. There are no problems within the books, even though a year ago I said there was 18 of them that I personally had an issue with, but no, there's nothing here to see. Um, yes, I agree. Perhaps calling people that you don't know groomers is a bridge too far. And quite frankly, the people that said that, shame on you. If you're going to call somebody a pervert, you probably ought to have some evidence thereof. If you're going to chase down young people, minors, mind you, you need to have your hands slapped as well. I myself have not done those things. I have indicated that certain actions could lead somebody to believe something about another person, but I have never made a direct accusation because I have no evidence one way or the other, much like the mayor has zero evidence on all of his baseless accusations that he has thrown about a number of people, some of which are good friends of mine. And I would say unequivocally, they don't deserve to be smeared. Now I'm a big boy and I have my own platform. And if you want to come after me, I say, bring it. Kyle Sims. He's got an even bigger platform and he's an even bigger boy and he relishes the idea to throw down. But the problem is the people that have an issue with us won't directly address the issue. They show up in a protected forum where they can spout their nonsense, not back it up and then flee the scene. And yes, I have used the term blue shirts because that is an accurate description. When you have six or eight people, five of whom which are likely from the same family showing up to testify and they're all wearing blue shirts, that would be an appropriate description of who those people are. That's not hating on them. That's not confusing them with brown shirts or whatever else you want to imply by that. No, it's an accurate description. So if you watch the video, you can see who they are. Likewise, in a previous meeting, we had the yellow shirts versus the green shirts. Okay, hey, if you're going to wear a color, it's going to be called out. It's going to be used as a descriptor. Get over yourself. (sighs) And once again, and finally, I'll say, when you have rules, the rules are supposed to be 
held across the board and determined evenly in an unfair playing field. When one person shows up and gets to ignore all those rules, that's a problem. That means one of two things. One, the rules don't matter. Or two, the rules only matter when you upset or disagree with me. Which then would go back to the spotty enforcement on behalf of the school board, the president of the school board. Oh, yes. And of course, somebody's made some fashionable memes about the uh, ladies on the school board. Again, not my style. Not going to go there. But I got to ask myself, why are people going to such means to upset a situation if they would just have had their issue addressed a year ago? If they would have just been treated with the appropriate respect a year ago, we wouldn't be here. Most of these issues are simple and easy to solve, but you would be requiring that you have an open system. You'd be requiring that people could be involved and have some say on what's going on with the education of their children, which we really don't have. Oh, there are some people that are approved and they know to tow the company line and they know to go along to get along. But if you should dare question anything, you'll see yourself on the outside looking in. Again, that's not inclusive, which we've been beat over the head with for over, oh, I don't know, five to 10 years now, how we have to be inclusive. We have to let everybody of every opinion and every color and every shade and every this and every that come and be heard and seen and whatever else. Okay, that's fine. We already do that. But that goes in the reverse as well. So that when the majority of people or plurality of people say, well, what about this situation? What about that situation? You have to show the same amount of respect and openness to them as well. You don't get to just poo-poo them and dismiss them. And you act surprised when those same people get upset for month after month after month. You ignore their pleas. They're trying to follow the process. They're trying to appease the masters on the school board and to a lesser extent the city council. So why would you expect them to continue to put up with that without responding in kind eventually? Now, that's not my style. Look, I everybody's got their thing. If you think I'm going to punch right, you're mistaken. These people, I agree with them on the vast majority of the issues. Maybe I don't care for their temper or their tempo or their disposition or the specific words they use. And I certainly wouldn't go after minors, which I think that was a sad misunderstanding where somebody got caught up in a moment and you're right to call it out. Anybody is, but to lump that all in as one thing and smear people, it's just sad. It's part of the big lie. But again, if you're going to take the page from Goebbels, like apparently some of the people have and just go out and keep telling the same lie over and over again in a big enough lie that after it's heard over and over again, people just naturally assume that it must be accurate. One could only conclude that it's being done on purpose. It's being done with the idea that we have to go after these people, single them out and punish them for daring to question the narrative. And how is that a representative Republic? I would say to you, it's not. And for those of you that doubt me, I would encourage you. I've already posted the comments from the last school board meeting I will be reviewing what went on at the uh, city council meeting that I missed, but it's recorded. It's available. I've looked through it once. Uh, The first two speakers completely contradicted themselves uh, and apparently were not on the same page with the person that asked them to testify. Be that as it may, 
you can't say on one hand, these people are a bunch of goofy people that follow QAnon, which uh, show me the evidence where anything I've ever said has come from QAnon. (laughs) I dare you. Uh, It ain't there. I'm mildly aware of what that is. And it was mildly entertaining for about two months, a year and a half or two years ago. Now, who cares? Who pays attention? Not I. As far as the the follow-up to then say, we're all part of some vast conspiracy of dark money. Hey, I'll tell you what, Cindy, I would like to have some of that money. Perhaps you could point me in the direction of who these dark money people are, because I could sure use a little cash influx. Perhaps I'll go check them out. Oh, well, I only used a first name. You know, you're going to call people out by name. That does go both ways. And every time you testify, you're expected to give your address. So you can't complain when you're doxxed, right? Now, it's it's terrible when you create the vitriol and you paint people as the enemy and you make them appear as if they are mm, Nazis, communists, you know, antisocialists, bigots, whatever, sexist, racist, homophobes, if you will. It's terrible when you do that to people because then you get those inevitable calls of action. You're spurring people on. So I will just say this. If anything untoward what happened to myself or my family or perhaps Kyle or his family or Dan or Mike or Paul I would feel obliged to hold the mayor responsible I would feel obliged to perhaps take part in a lawsuit because seems to me beyond breaking the city council's code of ethics beyond breaking the rules of decorum at the at the school board meetings he is specifically defamed people and basically painted them into such a way as to cause people to fear us, those people, uh, and perhaps, perhaps act in a violent way. That goes both ways. I mean, if Jesse Smollett can claim it when it clearly there was no evidence to suggest it, I'm just going to lay out that warning that if something should happen, I'm just going to assume that somebody should be responsible. Clearly somebody else being called that call or somebody else calling out other people by name in a public forum and blaming them for all the ills of society. <laughs> I mean, what else should we conclude? Does it not go both ways? When you're an elected official, you have a higher bar that you're supposed to meet and you are subject to some ridicule, some questioning, some, maybe even distasteful behavior by your opponents. But you chose that when you ran for office. I chose it when I picked up the microphone and started making posts. Kyle chose it when he makes videos. We're not afraid. We're willing to put our neck out and say, this is what we believe. This is why we believe it. And this is what we think we ought to be doing. But we have no government behind us. We don't have a police force that answers to us. We don't have any power. That all lays with the government entities that are led by the same individuals that are coming out and openly lying about other people. It can be played one of two ways. You can either play the game correctly, which is attack only issues and go after the message. Or we continue to play this game of going after messengers and people that quite frankly don't deserve to be bespoiled. It won't end well because this stuff never does. But as for me, 
I'm going to toe the line. If you're an elected official, your name's already public. If you're an elected official and you cross the line or I think you cross the line, I'm going to call it out. And I don't care what letters after your name, who you work for, or whether or not I voted for you. That's the job I took when I decided to do a podcast about local politics, local government, and religious matters. So I'll take the risk openly. But when you're going to start lumping in other people that are private citizens, that's that's uncool. And if you as a public official want to play that game, shame on you. But I'm not going to get dragged into that. I'm going to do the best I can to avoid calling people out by their full names that are not elected officials. Perhaps former elected officials or people that are married to former elected officials might occasionally slip out. But there's got to be rules. And if you're going to ignore the rules or you're not going to play by the rules, then really the other side shouldn't be held to that either. So I say, Amy Dankel, as the president of the school board, you have a moral obligation and a lawful duty to enforce your rules that you dreamed up logically, ethically, and evenly and equally against all speakers. And I know you won't have the guts to trespass the mayor for breaking all your rules. But if that's the case, then you need to go ahead and reinstate mm, a half a dozen other people that maybe said some unkind things or were a little out of line. Because otherwise, you'd be called out for the hypocrite that you clearly appear to be at this time. Perhaps you should go talk to your pastor if you need some clarification on what the moral, ethical, and Christian thing to do here is. And with that, this was According to Callus. <laughs> this was episode 296, and apparently my voice decided to make it through for 22 some odd minutes. And until Friday, I will see you on the other side.